This is Martin McKay from the Network Security Podcast. And this is Chris John Riley from the Eurotrash Security Podcast. And you're listening to the official podcast of the first 2011 conference in Vienna, Austria. To find out more, please visit the site at www.first.org. And now we join our interview in progress. We're here today talking to Robert Shishka, who is the head of CERT AT, and who is also the local host for the 2011 FIRST conference in Vienna, Austria. How are you doing today? Fine, thanks. Now, how did, did FIRST 2011 end up in, in Austria? I mean, it's a, it's a beautiful city. Why? I think it's a, quite a mixture of some good luck, just. Uh, the organization was looking for a nice venue for Europe, and the competition was between Munich and Berlin and Vienna. And we ended up with, a, I think, a very interesting package of a, of a nice city, an interesting crowd here. Uh, and Vienna turns out to be one of the cities a lot of people come. You have to understand that our community is very international. Uh, the majority of our participants come from the U.S. And the second largest country is Japan. So I think Vienna is a very good choice for this kind of crowd to be an attractive venue. That's one part of the, of the thing. The other thing is uh, we started our team around 2007, 2008. And FIRST was one of those organizations where we really were looking for advice and for, for help to team up with other teams. And we engaged a lot in this community and put some effort into getting in touch with other teams. And um, what was, a lot of my group put up very interesting presentations. We, we take part in, a, in very interesting sessions, I think, and got a lot of nice feedback. So when we uh, suggested to be Vienna, one of the sites to be considered, I think there was some kind of positive echo that this might be worth to go there and there is something, a new team uh, coming up and uh, inside Europe, which is a, uh, also the idea was to be a Vienna, to be a very good point to outreach to Eastern region. So teams from, from Hungary, Slovakia, Czech Republic and surrounding countries uh, make it easier for them to travel and to address uh, a, a, even larger crowd inside Europe. I don't think many people actually realize how much work FIRST does helping stand up new CERT teams and and how much work that goes into actually creating that from the ground up. Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, the whole security community is very much trust-driven. So you, you cannot just set up a new team and hope that everybody will cheer at you and bring you the information. And even if you get some support letters from government, that's, that doesn't pay out to be... Uh, this point of contact which establishes necessarily trust. So you really have to show up at a lot of meetings, demonstrate what you are doing, uh, give the people an impression what kind of skills you have, what kind of, of buy-in you're, you're actually dedicating to this, to this um, whole security industry. And starting with uh, also joint projects, for instance, we started with a, a staff exchange program where we sent people from our team to other countries. Last year, one of, one of my um, members was in, uh, my staff members was in Greece for about a month and the Greek colleague is actually now just running, coming here to Vienna. He has been here for three weeks and now he's here at the first conference and we define some common projects to work on, uh, demonstrate uh, what kind of approach we are using, what tools we are using, um, learn, try to learn from each other and also drive the, the idea of data sharing uh, to a next level. But our Our biggest uh, advantage of this is that we are very active and we really uh, try to team up with people and, and identify common common interests and how to can have um, for both sides uh, a benefit in, in sharing data. The whole community is about sharing data. 
if we just sit in our cubicles and, and tell each other how, how cool we are. Uh, but unfortunately, I'm not able to tell. You're in danger, but I'm not able to tell you what's happening. That, that will not bring us forward. So uh, we, we don't need guys who tell us that they are 10 times smarter than you are and they have no idea. We, we really need people who are, see things and are able and willing to talk about and share data in a, in a trusted circle, of course. It doesn't, doesn't necessarily need a press release, but um, talk to the right people and disclose data in a reasonable way in time. Well, and Vienna is a wonderful place to have the first conference because it, just from the, the door of the hotel, we can walk a couple blocks and be in some of the most beautiful areas in Europe. Yes, we get a, a lot of really, really nice feedback, especially from the colleagues from, from Japan who really love this city. Uh, they, they are just uh, blown away by the facilities. You, you mentioned walk out the door, it is safe, it is clean, it is, uh, people are nice. Uh, we have a wonderful weather that uh, I cannot be uh, <laughs> blamed for this, but I enjoy it. Um, and it, it's really, I think, it's actually, a, a, we, should, we should look about a kickback from the tourism industry, I think. Uh, I think a lot of people mentioned, mentioned they come, uh, actually brought their family with them. A lot of people mentioned they will come back here. And, uh, but also, I'm, I'm very glad that it's a, really an opportunity also for get more Austrian teams on board. We have 19 participants coming from Austria here, uh, which is a pretty good number. Uh, we get a lot of teams here which are, have already established a third uh, or even our first members, but also some teams who are just about to establish their own security incident response teams in formal or in informal way. Some, we are coaching some of them and we get an excellent feedback from them. Now they, they get a better understanding what this community is all about and what the benefit of joining this community could be. And especially if you're, if you're about to, to set up a new organization, it's, it's sometimes hard to justify your travel expenses going to Japan or all around the world. Even, you, know, if you cannot explain to your up to senior management what really the benefit will be. But uh, buying a ticket and going to, uh, three days to, to Vienna um, ends up uh, in a feasible thing for a lot of people. So uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure it will also bring forward the, the small security group in Austria to a, to a next level. When one thing we'd like to point out is just uh, last night was the uh, the annual banquet, and that was at the, uh, the we were invited by the city council and the mayor to the rat house, and that was just such a beautiful venue and such such interesting entertainment last night. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, it's our idea was that uh, we know that a lot of people are staying. Uh, for a very long time inside the hotel, and it was it was key for us to, to f at least force them to see uh, other parts of the city. And uh, I think one of the ways uh, Austria and especially Vienna can show off is by stressing the culture and the history. And a lot of people, I think that that's one of the reasons why to come to to Austria to see to see these beautiful buildings. And we were happy enough to have the support of the city of Vienna, especially from the computing department uh, of the city of Vienna and the healthcare computing department, uh, who. Uh, uh, brought us the, the invitation to, to, to this wonderful city hall and the reception there. And I think it was a really, really nice evening. We received a lot of uh, nice comments on this. Yeah. So it seems everybody has enjoyed it a great deal. And it, that's, uh, to, to, to be fair, socializing and networking is a very, very important part of this, of this community. It's one of the, so somebody says it's the most important part. I'm not sure, but uh, it, it really makes up an, an extra thing for, for an evening and for, for a week to remember. And who were the young ladies who were who were playing for us last night? Uh, this group is called uh, Barbara Helfgott, uh, and they have, uh, uh, very, very, as you said, a very nice ladies playing uh, 
exceptional music and a very entertaining style. And I think that works up very nicely for a, a, a not too serious, but also quality entertainment. And so it was a good choice, I think. It was definitely a good choice. And uh, I understand that the organizational points for Malta are already well, un well in progress. How close are things to being finalized for Malta now? I know that it's been announced that things are in Malta. But the logistic things are pretty much done. Uh, what really starts now is the work of the program committee, which is a, a tremendous work, which is not seen by, by everybody. So it really takes a, a lot of time to, to identify good keynote speakers, to identify uh, good presenters, um, uh, also to, to discuss about the general layout of the, of the conference. Do we want to have hands-on sessions? Do we want to go into exercises? Do we want to have more technical tracks, more management tracks. So uh, you, you cannot you cannot make 100% of people happy. You always will have somebody complain it's too technical or no, it's not technical enough. It, we, we want to have an exercise. No, exercise don't work. And so it, it's always a little bit of kind of a balance on, on a wire to, to find the right people. And, and then you have to f um, make sure that the speakers are available just in time, on, uh, able to travel. There, so I think that the biggest work now is to start the, up the program committee and identify who might made up an attractive speaker for the next conference. That's the biggest thing. And we immediately now start with searching for a location for 2013. Actually, so we, we need that's, that's that's really underestimated how much uh, time it takes to organize a conference of that size and to fix the venues in well in advance. Well, I noticed you're wearing one of the the new first one three sixty five uh, t shirts, or shirts I should say, and uh, not a lot of people realize how much effort goes into f first and goes into the conferences behind the scenes. Yes, and it's it, uh, there's one one of the points, but the other thing is first is more than just the conference. Uh, it is really about information sharing and bringing teams together. And one of the biggest benefits you get from FIRST is if you want to reach out to somebody in an area where you don't have necessarily your contacts. Either you know somebody who knows somebody, or you just shoot a, a mail to a mailing list and say, please, uh, I need a contact in this area for this company. Please, uh, can you point me to somebody who, who might help out? And it usually takes us anything between five five minutes to to half a day, and you usually get your contact, the point of contact there, and that that's not to be underestimated. It's 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 for us it's easy in in most parts of Europe to to get uh, people to talk to, but if you need somebody in Latin America, how do you start? Where where do you start? Uh, and and what kind of level of trust can you can you? Uh, rely on this kind of contact data you'll get. And that works pretty much very well. And there are also some other efforts which are go going on the whole year. We have special interest groups where a lot of work is done. We are uh, working with the ITU on, on, on standards, on, on incident handling and on categorization of incidents. Um, we're, we're trying to interact with the political layer to raise awareness on what, what's happening there and what's needed, what kind of uh, partnership with the private sector is, is necessarily. I think and there's also a shift of, of mind in, starting now. Uh, in some, some areas of the world, governments still think they can handle everything alone and they, they can just by release a, a degree or a certain law, they will, they will save the world. Uh, you, of course, you need legislation and you need, you need the, the, the fundamental, fundamentals of, of doing things. But actually, most of the critical infrastructure is owned by the private sector. And it's nice that you are entitled to shut down some infrastructure, but 
where do you want to pull the trigger if you don't understand the impacts and you don't understand how the infrastructure actually is operated? The only one who can really help you on this are the guys who actually understand the infrastructure, and that's the guys who own it, operate it, and that's in larger parts of the private sector. So we really have to find this way to, to understand what the, the needs are of, on both sides and how to help each other. That's not an easy way. And so the organization really does a lot, which is uh, beyond this one-week conference, which takes almost one and a half year to be prepared anyway. But it's still, there's a lot of work going on. We're uh, still working on education, how to, how to help new teams. The whole first membership process, for instance, the, the idea is that you need two sponsors to be a first member. There is some certain criteria you have to fulfill. We recommend something like a site visit that somebody comes to your site, looks at you. That's not about checking whether you're, you're a nasty guy or, or really exist. That's one aspect, to be fair. But it's also more, the idea is that it's more kind of a coaching so that you are have to discuss with experienced teams who are well-known in your area, and they also give you some advice. So they, they can have a kind of review of your process. You can get some input, how to optimize your, or what, what their kind of best, best practice is in your industry, in your region. And I have done several uh, of this, this site visit uh, my, myself, and we have, of course, had our own site visit here. And it's always, uh, both sides learn a lot out of this, this discussion. So it's really a benefit. It should not be seen as, I'm, I'm, I'm superior and I'm, I'm controlling what you're doing and giving, uh, like a teacher, giving you some grades on your, what you're doing. It's more about let's, uh, let's talk what, are your, what your needs are, what, what, how you can help your constituency and how other teams can support you and give you some, some kind of advice on this, but also get some kind of feedback what is needed in a certain area. So that's, that's a lot of work that's done there. And that's the whole idea about the one 36.5 campaign to, to make the members aware that first is more than just a once in a year, five, day, five days event. Well, we've been talking to Robert Shushka, who is uh, part of CERT AT, or actually the head of CERT AT, and uh, the local host. Thank you very much, Robert. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this interview on the official first podcast. You've been listening to Martin McKay from the Network Security Podcast. And Christian Riley from the Eurotrash Security Podcast. You can find out more about the first conference and this podcast at www.first.org. Thank you very much for listening. See you in Vienna. Vienna.